honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Again, Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on all your favorite podcasting apps, especially Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, I suppose, but uh, there's many others like iHeart and such. <laughs> really a great pleasure. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to this show. It is always a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today as we are Again, with the Basketball Podcast Network, the Basketball Podcast Network, a great pleasure, at TBPN, and of course, we'll talk about DraftKings later on. Going to get caught up a bit today, and then next week will be the annual uh, Black Friday Timberwolves Explosion show. God willing, we'll be on air. (laughs) Well, not literally on air, but podcasting (laughs) and uploading the show next Friday, Black Friday, and all that good stuff as we'll be entering the Christmas season already. Absolutely nuts. Again, like I said, going to get caught up. Lots of ups and downs since the last episode. Some major, major downs. And then uh, getting a little bit better. This and that. Can't believe it's been about two, uh, two, three weeks since the last episode. Just like Brave the Wild. Getting caught up on that not too long ago. I believe we left off with the Spurs. Yep, Spurs three three times in the Lakers and all that. And of course, I'm not going to go into detail on every game. Very disappointing loss at home to the Spurs. That was kind of an early indicator. Like, this might not be a great start to the season here. Uh, again, getting our butts kicked by Utah wasn't good either. But I suppose there's a little added motivation there. Post-trade, a lot of those uh, really nice role players that were a part of this team and probably thought they were going to be here for a while. And I wouldn't have minded them being here for a while either on their way out, unfortunately. And I apologize dealing with some... <laughs> Technical difficulties already. Come on, Yahoo Sports. Get caught up. And yes, shout out to Yahoo Sports, of course. Why wouldn't I do that? Yes, the Wolves uh, ended up losing two out of three to the Spurs. Say we played the Spurs twice in a row. Beat the Lakers. with You know, in a not that great of a game. And I remember Dan Burrow was saying, don't be that team. The team that would lose to the Lakers. And end their uh, winless streak to start the season. And that would have been super annoying. I believe we're going to be pre- previewing three games leading up into Black Friday. We've got the Minnesota Wild, believe it or not, a replay. A replay, not a live game this time. <laughs> Flashing around in the background with my new setup here. Not a very complicated setup either. It's just nice. Timberwolves lose 115-106 to the San Antonio Spurs, I believe, on the 24th. Again, technical. Yep, yep, I thought I had technical difficulties. Thankfully not. Again, just another, and this is a just another lifeless home game in the Target Center, and the Wolves... <clears throat> crush the Spurs in the fourth quarter to make the score a little prettier, which tells you something. The third quarter was awful, 36-14, to 14, and then a 35-12 to 12 Timberwolves advantage in the fourth. Some guys had nice stats like D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns with a 25-11-5 type of game, a Kevin Garnett in his prime type of day. But again, the numbers just do not tell you how awful a game this really was. The Spurs just kind of came in and manhandled the club. It was insanely frustrating. At least the Wolves rebounded the ball 50 times. That's a positive compared to what kind of happens as we move later on as rebounding starts becoming a problem. 
Really? Rebounding? A problem with Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, Jaden McDaniels, Anthony Edwards, who gets a lot of rebounds as a shooting guard? Even D'Angelo Russell gets a lot of rebounds. J- J- you know, I mean, who else? Jordan McLaughlin even gets a good amount of rebounds for somebody his size. Really? Rebounding? Anyhow, Target Center on the 26th of October. Little inside thing. Super serious cloud day. Way, 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 way back in 1990. Yeah, it was like the prettiest day ever, but that's something I... Let's just say I have a really good memory of little things, cute little trivial things like that. And the Wolves celebrated it very nicely, being way up in the, way up where the Cirrus clouds are, the highest clouds that are, you know, common. <clears throat> Obviously, there's scientific type clouds that are even higher up, but we'll talk about that on a different time, I guess. Anthony Edwards goes off for 34. That's kind of Anthony Edwards this year. Sometimes it's like, yeah, like the previous game he had, what, 10 points? It's like, what? 10 points? What's that crap? And this one, he had 34 points, 9 assists. Kind of similar to the Orlando game last night. Very, 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 very nice game for Anthony Edwards. Played like a franchise leader. The leader of a franchise. A star shooting guard, the star small forward, the LeBron James, the Kobe, the whoever the heck it is. The MJ, dare we say. And I know I'm not comparing anybody to MJ or Kobe or LeBron, but hopefully Anthony Edwards can be way, way, way up there on a Mount Rushmore someday. Jalen Noel, 23 off the bench. This was a fun game for the Timberwolves. Both Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell with nine assists. Carl Anthony Towns a seven. The ball was just flying around the court and guys were hitting shots. It's a fun game when you actually make your shots and all that and you set your teammates up nicely. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's good stuff. And yeah, why can't we do this more often? Because clearly this is a very talented team that's put together nicely, but I, I don't know, just for some reason, they can't seem to put things together on a regular basis, but a 65% from the floor, you know that's not going to happen every night. Almost 60% from downtown, 20 of 34. <laughs> yeah, we stunk at the free throw line, only 16 attempts, but again, we're making all our shots. We weren't really going to the line very much because we are making our shots, not attacking the basket as much in a game like that, but a fun, fun night where the ball was just, you know, like, what do they call it? The, the rim is like the ocean, just everything's going in. Then you go to the Friday game on the 28th, because again, want to move along quickly here because it's a lot of games. Lakers win 111-102 to against Vince Germano's club, Stu Benson's club, uh, Kalen Woods, yep, all you guys from Australia that like the... Uh, Los Angeles Lakers. I suppose it's one of the biggest cities in the U.S., so there's a lot of New York and L.A., particularly in the early days. But there were a lot of early, early Minnesota Timberwolves fans as well because the very first Australian in the NBA was Luke Longley. I know you guys all definitely know that very well, but maybe some youngsters might not really think about it a whole lot. Rudy Gobert with a 20-20 game. 21 and 21 rebounds and 22 points for Rudy Gobert. Keep Carrell out of Fowell Trabel. He certainly did keep him out of Fowell Trabel. But uh, Jalen Jalen, Jaden McDaniels. Jalen Edwards? Jalen Edwards? What about Anthony Noel and uh, Rudy McDaniels or something? I don't know. I'm sorry. I just... (laughs) Yeah. Well, Jaden McDaniels was in Fowell Trabel. And he Fowelled out, unfortunately. He had as many personal fouls as he had points. Six. Yep. Um, Jaden McDaniels has struggled a bit. He did get four blocks in the game, but it's like a, a, a lot of that stuff, the steals, blocks, all that cool stuff the Wolves were just dominating in last year when you had guys like Jaden McDaniels. You had uh, Jared Vanderbilt. And you had the ever-infamous uh, guy, yeah, the point guard who everybody dislikes at times who's on the Los Angeles sidelines in this game. <laughs> 
him. Uh, uh, it's just Patrick Beverly, of course. Yes, and I know. I'm just playing around. Um, you had all those important things that people don't, you know, not everybody focuses on. I mean, I love that stuff. I love blocks and steals and all that. Even though sometimes they're overrated stats and all that. Doesn't mean you're a good defender, but it does mean you're creating some havoc. It does. Like LeBron James did have four steals in the game. Overall, a very strong game from him. But everybody else around him, like Troy Brown Jr., okay. Damian Jones. Hmm. Lonnie Walker the fourth. What who 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 again? I mean no, I mean I, and I know we've heard of him. But again, in the grand scheme of things, who? Russell Westbrook's coming off the bench, which I know a lot of people want the other Russell, D'Angelo Russell, to do the same for Minnesota. I don't think he's quite as cancerous as uh, Russell Westbrook can be. Again, forgive the term. I know people are offended by everything these days. Um, Matt Ryan, the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, wore number 37 for the Lakers but didn't play. Scotty Pippen Jr., <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah, I know. Dennis Schroeder, not sure what's going on there, unfortunately. Um, obviously, he would be playing if he's healthy. You're not going to bench that guy. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Whatever it is, the Lakers are a mess. They're a disaster. They went 0-5 at that stage. Wolves are 4-2. It was nice while it lasted. We were above 500. We were above 500. You know that? Yeah, for, for a little while, at least at the end of October. Wolves would lose to San Antonio, only scoring 98 points in San Antonio, Texas. Spurs would go 5-2. and two. The Wolves would drop to 4-3. and three. The Spurs ahead of the Wolves. Different division, but ahead of the Wolves. What's going on here? What's going on? Back in the day, we were used to that. But they had, they had Duncan and stuff. They had Duncan and Kawhi Leonard. And way back in the day, they had David Robinson and Duncan. And then Avery Johnson with this goofy voice, but tough guy, kind of leadership style. Kata Bates-Jopp, former Timberwolves second-round pick who could barely crack the lineup. 18 points, starting for the Spurs, and they beat us again. Doug McDermott hitting his shots. Keldon Johnson, really nice player. Trey Jones, solid game. Keldon Johnson and Trey Jones each had eight assists. And the Wolves, outside of Carl Anthony Towns, 26 points. I don't know. You know, shot like crap. Uh, Torian Prince actually was really, really nice off the bench. He's been one of the consistent players. He might end up winning the freaking Lone Wolf Award. We'll see where I decide later on. The Wolves only made four threes in the game. Missed 20, or attempted 29. Good for 14%. That's not going to win anything. Mm. The 98 points. Yuck. Yuck. Wolves didn't exactly shoot all that great against the Los Angeles Lakers either. But, um, I don't know. Then you head to Phoenix, the land of the, I don't know, the Valley of the Sun anyway, which sounds a little better. And they were kind of chirping at us a little bit, like, we actually play team basketball. Nah, 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 boo-boo. That was Devin Booker. Well, I'm glad you do, Devin, but why don't you do it against the uh, Dallas Mavericks in the playoffs? I'm glad you do. Actually, that was the next game. We played the uh, Suns twice. This game, he didn't say it. It was the ninth. I thought that was more recent. So he did play the Suns twice. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> yep, this game, well, I mean... Cam Johnson wasn't missing anything. It was crazy. Cam Johnson was the one that went off. The guy who averages like 10 points a game. He's, he's the guy who like floats around in your fantasy team. Like, ugh, I, I want to cut him. I think I can do better. But then it's like, oh, okay, he did pretty good last night. So, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. But generally, he's just an average kind of a guy who can get hot at times. And he got hot. Uh, 7 of 11. 7 of 11. Yes, get yourself your, uh, whatever they call those things, Slurpee. Get your Slurpee ready. Uh, but <laughs> um, that's pretty good from downtown, of course. 
for Cam Johnson. He killed the Timberwolves in the game. It was kind of annoying. Chris Paul with 12 points. Devin Booker. There was always, and he didn't shoot well. There's always conversation. Oh, Chris Paul's probably not going to play. And then he ends up playing. Dario Starich is buried on the bench. He's the 11th man, or at least he was in this game. Only five minutes. But he did hit three. Which, uh, well, you know, added to the score, I guess. A little bit. Wolves shot, okay. But somebody like Jalen Noel, who'd been red hot at times, he's definitely cooled down. You don't really hear about him as much lately. Nas Reed actually has played super well. Especially as you'll see the absence of Rudy Gobert coming up. Nas Reed actually filled in really nicely. And in this game, in only 16 minutes, had 13 points, 5 assists. 5 of 6, not 5 assists. 5 of 6 from the floor. Very solid game. 3 rebounds. Uh, you'll see an improved rebounding effort from Nas Reed for the most part this season. Uh, Kyle Anderson, you just never know. It depends on the matchup. Some days he's just about the 6th man, and the other days he's 10th, 11th. Way, way down there. Way, way down there hanging out with Bryn Forbes, who can hit a shot and is actually a good player, but, you know, this and that. Uh, Luca Garza was called up during the course of time. Actually wonderful, absolutely wonderful in Iowa. And we all saw what he could do during the preseason. It was absolutely, you know, sweet stuff, and he's young, and he still has a chance to be something in this league. Keep an eye out for Luca Garza. I think eventually he could be a, a good NBA player. I just hope it's not with the Golden State Warriors or something. And, yeah typical like we end up letting a guy go because well we, we have we already have guys for that position sorry and then he blows up on Detroit or Golden State or something <sighs> yeah you know how that works Wolves then would uh host the Milwaukee Bucks on the 4th of November again about the result you expect Wolves hung in there and all that but ended up losing by 13 eh not the best 115-102 and again just another game where the Wolves clearly were the inferior team most of the way Giannis with 26. Is it Giannis? Giannis. Drew Holiday torched us with 29. He's had some great games against the Wolves historically. Um, Grayson Allen started and had 10. That's kind of funny. Anthony Edwards is just some games he's great, some games he's not. This one he was okay. I mean, 24 points. You could call this an average game from Anthony Edwards. I pretty much expect Anthony Edwards to average 24 to 25 a game this season. Over 50% from the floor, but only one-third of his three-pointers, three of nine. Carl Anthony Towns, same thing. He's really struggled from downtown this season, which uh, I'm sure a lot of us are kind of getting irritated with. I actually want to look at that real quick. Yeah, like nobody's really standing out statistically this year. Carl only nine rebounds a game because there's two big guys there. That's going to happen. Obviously, the point levels are way down because of, again, extra star player on the team. That's going to do something, even though he's not a huge scorer. But Rudy does score for the most part. Yeah, Carl is about 4% lower than last year. Just under 37% from downtown. He was at 41 last year. Field goal percentage overall, right about the same at 52. So that's cool. But, yeah, I mean, certain numbers, I think three-point shooting. And it's ironic how last year a lot of guys had career lows from, uh, the, uh, from field goal range and three-point range last year. So that was kind of annoying. Carl definitely not one of them. Anthony Edwards, though, obviously, he has made improvements every year in most statistics. He's actually ahead of where he was in points last year, which is crazy because of those big 34, 35-point performances he's had this year mixed in with some of those math performances. But his overall field goal percentage is about 57. So, again, that's about 2% higher than last year, 3%, actually. Uh, Three-point range is about, you know, about a little less than a percent higher than last year from 35.7 to 36.4. So still improving 
in most statistics, free throws, he's he's definitely way down, unfortunately, like 13% lower. So there's obviously things to improve his assists. He's a, a whole, no, he's a whole rebound higher than last year, but it's not consistent. Some days he's really rebounding the ball. Other days it's like nothing. He'll have like 35 points and one rebound. But he mixes in a lot of those 8-9 rebound games, does Anthony Edwards. Uh, in this particular game he had three. So, yeah, you know. Uh, Jalen Noel, 13 off the bench. Let's move on quickly here again because this is, again, trying to get caught up more or less. Houston Rockets, the Wolves have to win this one even though it's a back-to-back and the Wolves did against the Houston Rockets team that's still going to be in the lottery big time, going to be in the top five for sure. They're 1-9 and nine on the season just like the Houston Texans, terrible team, terrible team, terrible town, terrible fans in a terrible stadium like Common Man would say. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cars in basketball, we call it arena. Um, Kenyon Martin Jr., that's great. Eric Gordon's been playing since, you know, I don't know. It's been a long time. He's been in the league forever. A guy that was hurt so much, you figure, okay, he's going to make up borrowed time. He missed so much time when he was younger. Well, he might as well just keep playing. Might as well. Borbon, <laughs> Borbon, Marjanovic, got to love that guy. I believe that's the one. That's the big guy in the commercials, right? That guy's fun. Yeah, there he is. He was on the Mavericks. Now he's on the Houston Rockets, but buried on the roster. Big, big seven foot four monster in the Goldfish uh, Crackers commercials. I like him, and I think a lot of people do as well out of Serbia. Um, 25 for Carl. He's been the leading scorer most of the way. Torian Prince also, though, has been so solid all season. About 50, yeah, 50% from the floor, 16 points in this one. Again, it's the Houston Rockets who are like awful and all that. <clears throat> D'Angelo Russell's kind of been off and on mediocre during the course of the season. Anthony Edwards, another kind of average game. Nothing great. Didn't stand out a whole lot. And D'Angelo Russell, I think, has been a disappointment so far this year. And I felt the same last year. The first first month or so of the year, it was like, ah, he's not as good as he was the last year, Jaden McDaniels. Good stats in this game. And actually, his overall stats are higher at least his points are higher. Um, field goal percentage is higher. So, okay, whatever. What am I talking about? But he's had a lot of yucky games that kind of make you think, geez. And then he follows it up with 16 and, and 9 or something and a couple blocks. So that's kind of what's going on. He's still a super young player who's getting better, basically, as we go. A lot like a guy named Anthony Edwards. Kyle Anderson started in the game, 16.6 rebounds. And three steals. Played some good, strong, actually did play legitimate defense. Wasn't just getting the cute stats that, uh, okay, you know, are there overrated numbers that make you look like a good defender? But it's not. I mean, but again, you are creating havoc, like I continue to say. Jordan McLaughlin, 11 assists off the bench. And a lot of people would like to see Jordan McLaughlin as the starting point guard playing a Derek Fisher role. You'll definitely hear that from uh, Vince Germano if you were to talk to him uh, behind the scenes. That's, yeah, and yeah, I, I don't blame him for bringing that idea up. It's, <laughs> that's that's what I was thinking too, kind of a Derek Fisher role, and that might end up happening because Nierzo Russell's, what, getting paid $30 million a year, and he's not worth $30 million a year. It, he's not worth $30 million a year. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, a lot of us thought Kirk Cousins wasn't. Apparently, he kind of is now. He kind of is, <laughs> especially if the Vikings do the ultimate thing and actually end the end the 61-year drought, but we'll see about that. I hope that ends up happening. Great football team. Check out the Purple Mafia show, if you could, on the same apps you're using right now for this one. And then came the New York Knicks game. Monday, the 7th. Black Monday, the 7th. 
of November. Holy cow. Welcome to Sub 500, ladies and gentlemen, where we would be staying for for a while. And we're still there right now, honestly. 120 to 107 in Target Center. Tom Thibodeau rolls in. <coughs> switch! Switch! And all that cool stuff. Julius Randle rolls in and it's 31. And the Wolves looked like they were uh, not interested. They looked like a team that was like, um, you know, yeah, the Knicks are here. You know, it's, it's okay. We'll be fine. Oh, shoot. I'm going to shoot 5 of 14 and make only one three-pointer and all that and struggle. Oh, my God. Just player after player over this, over that. Dorian Prince over 2 from 3. Cade McDaniels over 2. Nas Reed over 3. Jordan McLaughlin over 3. Austin Rivers 1 for 4. Austin Rivers attempted 4 threes. Wow. 1 for 7 for Anthony Edwards. Just stellar game. Awesome. Carl Anthony Towns, Kevin Garnett numbers again, 25, 13, and 7. And Garnett didn't usually average 25 or anything, but he'd have games like that, I suppose. Um, it was like an average good game for Garnett in his absolute prime, like in his prime prime, you know, like 03. We'll say two, uh, 02 to 04, around there. That was when he was in his absolute prime statistically and all that. Um, he was, yeah, that's when he won the MVP, Garnett in 03, 04, of course. Everybody kind of stunk in this game in a lot of ways, except Carl Anthony Towns. Jane McDaniels did shoot 50%, but he fouled out again. He was too aggressive, and he was a mess, and guys made him look like an idiot. It was so frustrating. And Rudy Gobert didn't play. That's another reason why you saw Kyle Anderson in the starting lineup, because Rudy Gobert, out with uh, COVID protocols, apparently, health and safety, which basically is COVID. Um, so, yeah, but at least he didn't touch the microphone and uh, this time. But, again, I'm not one of those paranoid people that lives in fear and wears masks in my car or anything but if you do I guess that's your choice uh 11 of 41 from downtown 26 percent or 27 basically the Wolves did shoot 47 percent from the floor which is an anomaly but the effort if if the effort was a percentage like a field goal percentage it'd be like 30 like what happened here the Knicks just outplayed the Wolves they kicked their butts and they, they wanted it more, and they wanted it more, really? Like, come on, you know? And I know what happens. Some days the other team just has energy, and you're just kind of like in, I don't know. It's it's happened. But most of the time for me, that would be like health club basketball, right? Whereas like the other team just kind of rolls all over you, even though you know they're not better. But they're like all hyped up, and you're just kind of just, I don't know, you just want to go out and have fun, you know? And I like to be hyped up and play hard, too. But then your teammates are kind of slopping around. Maybe I would have been the Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know. Because I'm a very competitive guy. But some days, maybe your shot's just not falling. And you're struggling. And, and you get super frustrated when the other team's just kind of rolling over you like a bowling ball. And that's pretty much what the Knicks did to the Wolves. Derrick Rose shot. Derrick Rose thought he was on the Wolves in the game. One of ten from the floor and made all or missed all five of his threes. Derrick Rose. Yep. Kind of a forgotten uh, player at this point. And I was not a Derrick Rose Bobo, a Derrick Rose stand. I never was. I, I, I know I didn't understand why the f bombs and all that at the beginning of the year. Like, well, what do you effing think? I'm 37 years old. I'm, I, I'm still young or whatever. When he told somebody that at the beginning of the year, it's like, settle down. Jeez, <laughs> God, <laughs> settle down. That's kind of too much. So. I don't know. I I know I'd get annoyed with being called injury prone and older. Yeah, can you still do this? Can you still do that? But um, I don't know. I wouldn't get that uppity if I was him. But I guess I'm not him. And the Wolves uh, sucked in this game, to be honest. And <clears throat> Chris Finch was basically saying the same thing in the press conference. 
Basically, this is Chris Finch. Yeah, so uh, guys, uh, if you could play a little better in the next game, uh, yeah, that'd be great. <clears throat> yep, I, t- I try to do a Chris Finch voice. I think that sounds like him a little bit. He's like, yeah, <laughs> come on, guys, you could play a little better. Come on, that was that was ridiculous. That was terrible. Yeah, and we followed up with another awful game in Phoenix. And again, the team basketball. That's the other thing. It's not just poor effort. It's guys kind of looking for their shots. Guys kind of forcing things up. Guys kind of, that's just not a rhythm, not a vibe. November the 9th, 129, 117. And this is when Devin Booker was jawing at us and wagging his, wagging his mouth at us or whatever, wagging his head at us. We play team basketball. We play team basketball. Well, I'm glad you do. Why don't you win something then, buddy? Why don't you win something? You, you had a 2 nothing lead on Milwaukee, and then they steamrolled you right out of town. And then last year you got steamrolled by the Dallas Mavericks? Really? I mean, really? That that was kind of pathetic. And then the look on their face after that series was just kind of like, oh, well, I'm going back to my mansion. I'm still making $35, $40 million a year, so... Uh, it sucks, but uh, see you guys. You know, see you guys next fall. It's like really, and I'm sure that's not really how they felt, but it sure looked like it, and I hate it. Ugh. <laughs> Josh Akogi played three minutes in the game for the Suns. Go Josh, and did nothing unfortunately. Poor Josh. About uh, Booker, like uh, 32 and 10. If I didn't mention that, Michael Bridges, Jiminy Christmas, 31 points. You don't really think of Michael Bridges doing that. And he was kind of rolling all over the wolves, dunking on us, cutting to the basket, and playing team basketball. Yes, the ball was moving on very nicely. Devin Booker was basically playing some point guard in a lot of ways. Both guards kind of were sharing the uh, two Ds with 18 assists combined. A very impressive day. Jaden McDaniels, a very impressive day. Again, doing a little bit of everything and 24 points in the game for Jaden McDaniels. And that's why his overall numbers are higher. Because he has wonderful games like this. And then next thing you know, it's like one of, you know, seven or something. And he's got six total points. It's like, I don't know, it sucks. So again, I mean, hopefully he can string some more games together that are better. Carl Anthony Towns, kind of a yucky game. Got into Fowell Trabell, as did uh, Rudy Gobert with four. Both of them with four. Anthony Edwards, Fowell Trabell. That's all that uh, good team play and ball movement to the Phoenix Suns. Got the Wolves in foul trouble and frustrated and... Guys didn't shoot well, again, except for Carl and, or well, Gobert, 8 of 11. Jaden McDaniels, 10 of 14. Those are some great games. Jalen Noel, 14 off the bench, but 7 turnovers. Just an utter mess. Despite the fact his, his general offense is good, but then he'd return with that. He came back with that. The Wolves, with uh, 19 turnovers, was not helpful. And only 38 rebounds. I mean, I don't know. They didn't do well in the rebounding category either. But neither did the Suns. I guess both teams shot fairly well in the game, 50 plus percent, so it is what it is, you're not going to get a ton of rebounds when you're shooting 48 to 52 percent combined um, yeah anyhow, but still giving up 119 points it's like, this night the defense stinks and this night the rebounding's bad, and this night it's both, and this night you guys are playing selfish and this night just nothing's falling and then it's a combination of this and that as well you know, that's kind of what's been been plaguing this club Last year's uh, opponent in the postseason beat us again, 114-103, and then what's-his-face is talking all his big mouth. You know, I really liked John Morant. I really did. Did. You notice I'm saying it in past tense? I can't stand him now. He's a yeah, he's another ass. <laughs> another ass who's got a big mouth and thinks he's hot shit. Pardon my French. I shouldn't be swearing on here because I try to keep it clean, but ah, it's okay. One or two swear words a, a month or something. I hope it doesn't... Uh, 
cause any, anybody to get pissed off. But he thinks he's really hot stuff. Yes, he's a really good player, but he is an arrogant MF, and he is, <laughs> he is, oof. yeah, yeah, that's why I'm swearing, because he was, he was pissing me off, and I think he's pissing everybody off. He's a little too much, and at times, I guess the best you can do is just kind of put it back in his face, and the Wolves didn't do that. Anthony Edwards did have a great game. He really did. Uh, 10 of 16 and 28 points and all that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. A little bit too much. John Morant is just too much at times. But best thing you can do is just freaking beat him, I guess. And we didn't. And we had a chance to beat them in the playoffs. I mean, that's the ultimate way to shut somebody like that up. You didn't beat us. We beat you in a playoff series as the underdog. So, whatever. Blow it out your booty, as PA used to say. Paul Allen of KFAN, anyway. Um, Bryn Forbes with 10 points off the bench. Nice. Dalen Noel, 2 points, and that's it. And he missed and missed and missed and missed and missed and missed. But he only had one turnover in 11 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. Jalen Noel's another one. When when he's hot, he's great, but the, the, he's streaky. Let's just be honest, he's streaky. So that might be what's kind of the difference between, say, Jalen Noel wanting 15, 16 million a year and the Wolves saying, uh, how about 8 or something like that. So that might be why they're miles and miles apart. That's just a complete estimation that I'm just making up by the top of my head, but I wouldn't be surprised at something like that. It's something like that. We're offering him 8 to 10, and he wants like 16 or something. And I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. It seems like yesterday 16 million was like one of the top players out there, like one of your, like maybe your first best or second best player. Now it's like, you know, a sixth man or something. <laughs> kind of messed up. And D'Angelo Russell, great game, buddy. Great. Two of eight from the floor. Four points. Spectacular. Um, I don't know. Just no energy at all. McLaughlin didn't add anything either, and he didn't even play in the game. I don't understand what was going on there, other than it was just a big mess. And obviously, Jordan McLaughlin's too small to, to guard John Morant. That's part of the problem. D'Angelo Russell guards people when he feels like it. He's a bigger guy who can handle it sometimes, handle a bigger, uh, another bigger guy. At least you wish he could, and he, I don't know. It just sucks. Sucky game. Then the Wolves go to Cleveland and wake up. They play, start playing again, and it feels so much better. Uh, but this game should have been a much wider margin. Cleveland wound up outscoring the Wolves by 15 in the fourth quarter. The Wolves opened up the game with 40 points, 40 to 20. Take a 20-point lead at the end of the first quarter. Maintain it for a long time. Yep, I mean, that whole game. It's like, we're up by 20, we're up by 20. This is great. Cleveland comes roaring back and almost beats us, which is really annoying. But the Wolves end up hanging on. And it doesn't help that Darius Garland is 51 points. 51 points. And D'Angelo Russell was the best overall player for the Wolves in this game. Woke up, started hitting his shots. Started leading that offense, 11 assists. Torian Prince also 19 off the bench. A very, very, very fun, fun game to watch. To be quite honest, just irritating how we let them back in, them being the Cleveland Cavaliers. And it doesn't help when Darius Garland is hotter than hot, like white hot in the game. White hot, blue hot, whatever. <laughs> blue hot, super, the hottest there is. Or even purple hot. He was hot, well, for the most part, at least from downtown. 10 of 15, that's pretty good. Uh, 16 to 31 isn't spectacular, but it's over 50%. And 50 points is 50 points. If it's working, it's working and keep going. I'm, I'm not against anybody, you know, doing that, going out there and just keep capitalizing. Pretty much everybody for the Cavs shot fairly well, except for a couple guys with a, a Kevin Love, only 3 of 11, all three-pointers, and a couple free throws, well, five free throws, at least good for him. 
Um, there's two Mobleys, <laughs> Evan and Isaiah. That's kind of cool. Mobley. Jared Allen didn't play, which is a big loss, obviously. Donovan Mitchell didn't play a big loss, and Ricky Rubio is recovering from an ACL, which in the NBA is forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. I don't know why it's two years these days. It doesn't matter. I don't think that's. I don't think that's right. I think it should be like one. one Twelve months is a long time to be out and to and to and to rehab and all that. Two years. I I don't know. Is it is it that bad? Is it that dangerous on the player to come back after I don't know fourteen months? Huh? No, absolutely not. Are you, are you nuts? So yeah, that's pretty much where I stand with that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. And then you get the Orlando game. The Wolves got the 20-point lead really early and held on to it this time. They just held on to it for the most part. Of course, Orlando would have little runs. It's a game of runs. Third quarter especially, Orlando played pretty well, and the Wolves were kind of meh in the third, which is typical in this <laughs> with this club. Anthony Edwards' most complete game of the season so far. Don't like the way this is. There we go. Uh, Rudy Gobert, solid night overall. I wish you could get more blocked shots from people, especially Rudy Gobert. It's just not been happening much this year. But Anthony Edwards, 35 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, a block, only one personal foul, plus 29, 12 of 20 from the floor, 7 of 13. I mean, he was hitting 3-pointers at angles and such. And then the 3-pointers where he was contested a little bit, he would do a fake and then hit a cutting Carl Anthony Towns, at least, a, at least on a couple plays, and other players cutting like Rudy Gobert and such. Ah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Carl Anthony Towns also 30 points in the game. So combined 65 for those two guys. Kyle Anderson, 8 points off the bench. Jalen Noel has vanished. What the heck, Jalen? Come on, man. I really like Jalen Noel. I'm sure glad I cut him from the fantasy team, though, for basketball. Whew, that was genius, considering uh, Karis Levert was the guy I picked up. And I'm not calling myself genius, really. I'm just saying that was uh, a necessary thing. I would have, boy, that would have been bad if I missed out on Karis LeVert. And then you get games like this from Jalen Noel. Seven minutes, missed all five shots. And I am a Jalen Noel fan. But games like that, you know, come on, man, what's going on? What's going on, Jalen? Jeez, he has just vanished. And it's so sad because I like him. Damn it, I want Jalen Noel to do well. I see a little Chauncey Billups in the guy. Chauncey Billups. I said it. Still averaging 10 points a game, which is nice. Career high and all that cute stuff, but the field goal percentage. His field goal percentage last year, 57.5, right? This year, 40.3. Three-point percentage last year, 39.4. This year, 29.3. Mm, notice a trend? About 10% down in both. Yeah, that's a big drop. Free throws are the same and all that cute stuff. Assists are exactly the same, about two a game. I don't know. Doggone it. Come on, Jalen. Dag nabbit, dag gummit, all that cute stuff. Uh, but yeah, Anthony Edwards looked like a looked like like I was saying, a Kobe, a LeBron, a, a Michael, whoever you want to go with, you know, leading his team out there. Looked like the looked like the leader. He he really did. Carl Anthony Towns looked like an un outstanding uh complimentary player. Cutting to the basket, making the big dunks, and he even had five assists. Again, complimentary stars can still be all NBA players. It can happen. You know, Carl Anthony Towns could be an all NBA player again. Well, at least, you know, on the third team or something. And Anthony Edwards, man, if this could be uh, if this could be a glimpse of what's coming in the future, the Wolves are blessed. Wolves fans, celebrate. You're blessed. Blessed. If this is an indicator of what, of what Anthony Edwards could be. 
Um, even if it's 28 points a game, not 35. But the 35s are going to happen all the time if somebody's averaging 28 points a game. 35-point games are going to be common. Like I used to say, oh, Garnett would average 22, 23. But then, he'd, you know, he'd have those 27. That's like an average good game. Does that make sense? Like this, this could be an average good game someday. I hope it is. Because if this is a glimpse of what he could be. Mm-mm-mm. You know, just say it again. Rejoice. <laughs> Rejoice. McDaniels, despite shooting like crap and struggling most of the way and getting in foul trouble yet again, 10 points still. So, okay. So he still manages him being Jaden McDaniels to put up decent numbers. Again, the eight rebounds are nice. A block and a steal, that's always nice as well. It's just sometimes he looks like crap doing it, and it's kind of frustrating. With that said, we are caught up. We are caught up, so I can pass out a Lone Wolf Award if it's possible. And the inconsistency of the guys in this team. Last time around, it was Rudy Gobert, because he was the most consistent player. He looked like Rudy Gobert, and it was nice for the most part. And this one, it's probably got to go to the most consistent player during this stretch. That's going to be Carl Anthony Towns. I want to give it to Anthony Edwards. I do. I really do, because he had some spectacular games here, but he had some awful ones. Carl had some icky games as well, but he was a little bit more consistent. I think he was the best overall player during the course of this time. There's always the whining, the crying, the, the defense is mediocre sometimes. Sometimes he gets in foel trouble, but not nearly as much as before. It's mostly Jade McDaniels has been getting into that. Um, but, yeah, so the lone wolf is going to be Carl Anthony Towns uh, edging out Anthony Edwards for it, in my opinion. The Johnny Flynn Memorial... I hate doing this. It's got to go to Jalen Noel. I think he's been terrible, generally speaking, at least the past few games. He has really struggled from the floor. Again, like I said, 10 points, 10% down from three-point range from last year and about 7 from overall field goal range um, this season. Field goal percentage, whatever. Field goal range, field goal percentage. Um, really appreciate what Torian Prince, Kyle Anderson have brought. Nice leadership. The other thing that most people are complaining about is nobody's really being a leader. Like, Edwards is, like, maybe a little too young to take the mantle. Carl's kind of, yep, he'll 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 talk. He, he is a good spokesman for the team and all that. Um, so he deserves credit for getting in front of the media. I know people like to get, in, get on me, like, when I get annoyed with Carl Anthony Towns' speeches. And it's like, you do know they have to, they're supposed to talk. It is required by the league to talk to the media. I know. That doesn't mean you have to give a speech every every other time about how this and that and you're going to do this, and ah, da, 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 da. And it's like, some of that rah-rah stuff is overrated. So, I mean, it's like, we're happy for you. Um, but at least he does speak for the team fairly well. So I, I will give him credit. I'd rather hear Anthony Edwards, honestly. I like, uh, I don't think anybody's more interesting on the team than Anthony Edwards in front of the media. And as a player, I don't think anybody's more interesting either, actually. Uh, Jade McDaniels can be fascinating to watch. Personality, I mean, I, yeah, he has a personality. Just doesn't say a whole lot. I think he's a little on the quieter side compared to Anthony Edwards. But um, And Anthony Edwards is like a fun kind of a cocky. Like, if he's cocky, it's a fun kind. John Morant's an asshole cocky, you know? Just just a, just a, a butthole, you know? Like, settle down, man. He's a get-in-your-face and like, ah-ha-ha, ha, you know, you bleep this. And, I, you know, I don't know. I get tired of that kind of stuff. So I think other people do, too. That doesn't make me. That doesn't make me a bitter old man or a, 
or a, or a crotchety old whatever. It, it doesn't. Some of that stuff is obnoxious. Like, shut up. It's fake nonsense. It's fake. And uh, that's what I like about Anthony Edwards. He's not. With that said, we will, uh, yeah, I guess we're caught up with the Flynn and all that. We will take a quick break and come back and preview three games and keep her moving. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion as we try to look at the upcoming games against, not the Charlotte Hornets, that's that's Black Friday, so we'll be previewing that one on Black Friday the 25th. Philadelphia, 76ers, oh great, but they're only 500. Joel Embiid's one of the best scorers in the league right now, averaging like 30 points a game. The Wolves, knock on wood and God bless and thank you Lord, no injuries. Somebody named Furkan Kormaz, and if he's the spectacular prospect, I apologize for my ignorance, but I doubt it. <laughs> James Harden. Foot. Foot. As of November the 3rd. James Harden. <laughs> James Harden. Low basketball. Like, no, I'm just kidding. Sometimes, or maybe it's just selfish. James Harden. Selfish. Out for the season. Because <laughs> we don't want him anymore. Go away. James Harden. Too expensive. Out for the season. Cut. Or, you know, like, yeah. Bought out, bought out, and we'll have to take the cap hit or whatever. I don't know that. <laughs> Just get him out of my locker room. Aha! Get him out of here, right? <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. This one is in Philadelphia. Timberwolves, so we'll go over the uh, comparison. Timberwolves are ninth in points, which is great. Timberwolves were number one last year, though, but yeah, whatever. Still lost in the first round, which is ridiculous. Sixers, 23rd. Rebounds, Timberwolves are 13th somehow, despite they've stunk at times, but I suppose earlier in the season, at the beginning when Gobert first got there, it was great. Um, 12.5 for Rudy Gobert in rebounds, though, so he is actually out-rebounding Joel Embiid. Rudy Gobert is the ultimate rebounder on the Wolves. Uh, Timberwolves could take advantage of that situation as the Sixers, 29th in the league in rebounding. Field goal percentage, Wolves are 4th? Really? Doesn't seem like it, but I suppose we've had some hot showings. 15%. 15th, 15th in field goal percentage. 3 point percentage, 25th. Yeah, that stinks. And the Sixers, 12th. Turnover, yeah, turnovers, Tim Rolls, 23rd. We have, we're, we're the 23rd best team in protecting the ball, basically. Sixers are 6th. Assisted turnover ratio, Wolves, 19th. The Sixers are 9th. Block shots, both clubs kind of in the upper half here. 10th for the Wolves, 13th for Philadelphia, and fifth in steals for Minnesota, third for go off. I almost call them Golden State again. I'm call, I call everybody Golden State because they're just always on my mind, I, even though I hate their guts. Um, Timberwolves will host the 76ers on March the 7th, several several months from now, of course. Sixers are 500 on the year. They were 3-2 and two in their last five. Lost to the next 106-104. Beat the Suns, impressive, 100-88. Lost in Atlanta, who's actually doing really well this year, and I'm glad to see that. 104-95, and then they beat Atlanta, 121-109, home-and-home deal there, and they beat the Jazz, 105-98, the ever-excellent Jazz, I suppose. The Wolves would be the 10th seed in the Western Conference, so we'd be in the play-in deal, but only two games behind Memphis, where we would be able to escape 
the play-in deal. Memphis, yuck. New Orleans Pelicans, a bit of a surprise, 9-6, and six, along with the uh, Utah Jazz, 10-6. and six. But Portland's been the huge surprise thus far, despite the fact there's talent at the top there. 10-4 and four on the season. Boston, not a huge surprise. In fact, the two teams I predicted to be in the Eastern Conference Final are the top two teams, Boston and Milwaukee. It's going to be a green, 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 green Eastern Conference machine. I think the Timberwolves can beat the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, we, they've been, but they have been a thorn in the side for the Wolves historically. The Wolves had a nice, impressive win versus them last year. Carl Anthony Towns, Joel Embiid, Rudy Gobert, Joel Embiid. That's going to be really interesting, actually. So Carl Anthony Towns has more reinforcements this time around with Joel Embiid. James Harden shouldn't be playing in the game, probably won't be. Sixers have been winning games for the most part, generally. But I can't imagine it's the best vibe there. I'd like to believe the Wolves could go into Philadelphia and win, but it's kind of a see-it-when-I-believe-it type of thing, so I guess I'll pick Philadelphia, and I don't want to. But um, hopefully the Wolves, well, th- their showing has been much better. <sighs> Who are we playing in the next couple games here? Miami, Indy. Ooh, yeah, something about that. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with this. I think the Wolves went, uh, get to a four-game win streak, beating Philly, Miami. Yep. Um, so I think the Wolves will beat Philadelphia, believe it or not, on the road. A win for Minnesota. Final score, something along the likes of 116 to 110, something like that. 116, 110, 113, something like that. Um, I have a feeling Carl Anthony Towns is going to go off for like 34 or something. I could be absolutely wrong and a complete idiot here, but I have a feeling he's going to have a good game. I think D'Angelo Russell is actually going to be back up in the in the 20s the mid-20s in the game. It's going to be those two guys actually leading the Wolves to victory. As for the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butthead, is he going to be healthy? Is he going to play? I guess he has long hair now. I don't know why. He looked fine the way he was, but just like Carl Anthony Towns going with the cornrows look, I don't get it. I'm not used to that yet. (laughs) I liked kind of how I was totally fine with the mini afro Carl Anthony Towns has had forever. Um, Bam, yeah, Bam Adebayo, yep, of course, left knee contusion. That's a bruise. Tyler Hero is unfortunately got a left ankle sprain. Victor Oladipo, gosh, is it is he ever healthy? Left knee tendonitis. Victor Oladipo, victory injury, depot. I don't know, too many injuries. Jimmy Butler's numbers are way down, 21 points a game. Miami's the number one in free throw percentage. And then I don't usually bring up that stat because it's like not the biggest thing you think about, but it, when, when you see something number one in the league, it makes sense. Uh, they're the worst team in block shots. Field goal percentage, they're 22nd. Rebounds are 28th. Wolves should be able to out-rebound this club. They don't score a whole lot. 20th in the league, Miami. Three-point percentage, they're 17th. <clears throat> they protect the ball pretty well. It seems like everybody protects the ball better than us. <laughs> 12th in turnover, you know, turnovers allowed, whatever, which is good. You know, obviously, an assist turnover, 9th. And 8th in steals. We next play the Miami Heat in Miami on December 26th. This one will be in Target Center. Miami also 3-2 and two in their last five. They lost to Portland, who's losing to... Everybody's losing to all of a sudden. 110-107. The Heat beat the Charlotte Hornets twice, both at home. 117-112, and then a thrashing of 132-115. They beat the Suns, 113-112. Some people wouldn't mind that as an NBA Finals. I, you know, I wouldn't mind that. Rather see the Wolves there, but I would not mind a Phoenix-Miami final. That'd be kind of cool. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah, no, it'd be a little little hot though. June, June in Miami and Phoenix, but well, those teams have been to the finals quite a few times, <clears throat> and then the Heat lose their uh, end their winning streak at three, one twelve, one hundred four loss in Toronto, in Toronto, Ontario, Toronto, Ontario. Eh? Wolves have a chance to get over five hundred here with a couple wins versus some decent Eastern Conference clubs, and I think we can. I say, why the hell not? Jimmy Butler, I think Anthony Edwards goes off in this one. Because, I mean, I love the way Anthony Edwards played against this club last year. Jimmy Butler talks too much, just like John Morant. Um, I, I just don't like that crap. Um, I, I think Anthony Edwards goes off for, I think he has another one of those 35, type, 35 points, maybe 8 assists type of games. He's going to have one of those. Maybe he'll go for a double-double, 35 and 10 assists. I think Anthony Edwards has one of his best games um, of, of the year, maybe even 40. But we'll, but I do think he's going to have one of his best games of the year against this club. And the Wolves win fairly convincingly in this one. Final score of 125 to 110. I think the Wolves win by 15 over the Heat. A nice, nice uh, breakout performance and get back over 500 with a win versus the Miami Heat. And I'm really looking forward to that one. Hopefully I'm not wrong. But then there's always these obnoxious little trap games in places the Wolves just never play well. That would be Indianapolis, Indiana. The Wolves never play well in Indiana, and whenever we do, it's a nice feeling. Indiana Pacers, 7-6. and six. They're one of those teams that's always kind of floating around. Chris Doherty with a left ankle sprain as of November the 5th. Indianapolis Pacers, no, Indiana, Indiana Pacers have a better offense than the Wolves. Third in the league. We're tied in rebounding at 13. Field goal percentage is only 19th. <clears throat> Sixth and three-pointers at yeah, that's the Indiana Pacers. Always, always. Um, 23rd in steals. Second in blocks. Second in blocks. Interesting how there's that little bit of a, yeah, there's always like a ratio there. Ninth in uh, assist to turnover. 26th in turnovers, though. So they get a ton of assists. But, yeah, they get a lot of assists, huh? Yeah, the third in the league. But uh, turn the ball over a lot, I guess, despite the fact they're only ninth. Weird. Weird. They get a, yep. They're four and one in their last five. They beat the Heat one one oh one ninety nine. They beat the Pelicans one twenty nine and one twelve uh twenty two part of me. Lost to Denver one twenty two one nineteen. Beat Toronto one eighteen one oh four. And then most recently one in Charlotte. That's the only road game, one twenty five, one thirteen. So a four game win streak comes to a close there. And I think the Wolves have a four game win streak come to a close versus the Pacers. I want to be wrong, but I don't know. I mean, they have some nice players. Halliburton, Tyrese Halliburton, nice three-point. Yeah, I mean, these guys, they have a lot of good three-point shooters. Buddy Hill's on the club now, averaging almost 19 points a game. Good for him. Uh, 42% from downtown. Benedict Mazarin, sheesh, he's a son of a Benedict, all right. Doesn't shoot a whole lot of threes, but he makes them. 45.5%. Tyrese Halliburton, almost 43%. Miles Turner, a guy the Wolves have wanted forever. Blocks three shots a game. They have some players that I would love to have on this club. <laughs> Halliburton can really shoot. Yeah, I mean, Hild can really shoot. And Turner can block shots, get the rebounds. I just love him. Turner's not as expensive as Rudy Gobert. And he's a little faster and such. A little more mobile. So I would not mind that. Watch out for the Pacers. I think the Pacers beat the Wolves, unfortunately. They're going to be a little bit on the higher scoring side. 122 to... 122 to 114, the Indiana Pacers beat the Minnesota Timberwolves in Indianapolis. Unfortunately, and the win streak comes to a close. With that, we'll take a quick break and go to Fan Interaccione. 
And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. I need to get to DraftKings. I wanted to do it actually at the start of the second segment. I hope this is okay. And I, I apologize to uh, I apologize to the Basketball Podcast Network if I'm doing this too late in the show. And I will continue to do it in the second segment from now on. I apologize. Um, I might end up recording these and keep it as a yeah, keep it as like a like a recorded uh, segment. That way, it's like or like a recorded uh, ad. I might go that direction, but for now, I'll do it kind of what you could call live. DraftKings, get your DraftKings Sportsbook app. NFL Sundays are only getting better, and so, especially if you watched the Vikings this past week, whew, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, and point totals. Yep, I mean, my own experience, again, like betting teams like the Vikings over the Bills, when they're an underdog, I mean, it's more than worth it. And you come you come ahead, you feel like a million bucks and something like that. <laughs> With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting on the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, that's the Hockey Podcast Network, that's our main, you know, that's the main affiliate and everything, and plays a $5 pregame money line bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details and you will see the disclaimer in the show notes like I just said. So, let's get to fan interaction. It should be a little bit and I hope so. I try to get, I try to uh, be a little bit more interactive and I'll be better and better as the year progresses and so I hope. At TWolvesEX, at TWolvesEX, Ah, what the heck? There had to have been more retweets, right? Yes, of course, there were quite a few. Thank you, guys. Yeah, those were like mine. I don't know. (laughs) I was retweeting with my other shows. (laughs) And finally, a little bit of frickin' sun. Hopefully the Wolves can say the same again with a four-game win streak or more. Finally, some sun! There's finally sun! Yes! It took like the whole week. And last week was the same. There's sun. There's actually sun coming out of this. Uh, okay, anyhow. Derek Felska, at Crease and Assist. Big, big, big help with uh, Brave the Wild. Thank you so much. That's my other podcast. And that one is on the Hockey Podcast Network. So, yes, I'm a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. That's the main cog. That's the one that started it all. And then the, uh, the Basketball Podcast Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network, which hosts Purple Mafia. Uh, these are branches of the same group. So that's why THPN. Just so you know. Um, Derek Felska, at Crease and Assist, TBPN, the Basketball Podcast Network. Thank you so much for retweeting. Also, Random Hoops. Yes, sir. That is Pumpa, at Hoops Random. Thank you. Pumpa out of Brisbane, Australia. Uh, Tanae Brown. No, that's Levi Brown and Tanae. Yeah, they both did. Tanae and Levi Brown, both out of New Zealand. And Vinrock, Vince Germano, definitely last but not least, of the Courtside Podcast. He is out of... Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, thank you guys so, 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 so much. Courtside Podcast. Time to come back, guys. Time to come back. Come. <laughs> I know they've been super busy and on hiatus and all that. Oh, the word hiatus is a scary thing in podcasting world because you just, when are they coming back? When are they coming back? Please come back. Please. And now, before I get into the actual fan interaction, I want to look at the demographics because now, finally, see, I was with HipCast since 2008, right? 
the I was way 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 back when everything started, and now everything has moved here. Because Hipcast, I don't think I mentioned this on the last episode because it hadn't happened yet. Hipcast is ceasing operations on December thir- well the, the end of the year, December thirty first, twenty twenty two. They're just they're ceasing operations. So um, this was the first show to go to Megaphone and join the Basketball Podcast Network. This is the one where that broke the ice and everything, thanks to Kyle Manifold messaging me out of nowhere, saying, hey, would you like to bring Timberwolves Explosion to the Basketball Podcast Network? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yep, so I obviously had to switch uh, uh, podcast hosts for this show. I was going to keep other stuff on HipCast for a little longer, especially Freedom of Thought. That was probably going to stay there as long as possible, but... Well, one thing HipCast didn't provide, because they were super old, going back to 2003 and such, was the demographics, like who's actually listening to your show and what apps are they using and all that. Um, So I thought I'd bring this up just for fun, um, because now I get to really look at where people are listening to this show. And what's funny, and please don't get mad at me, those of you from Australia, I would have never guessed this. But I would have always thought, see, okay, U.S. is first place just because I'm in the U.S. And I appreciate everybody from the U.S. that would listen to this show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From Minnesota or wherever, 66%, right? But guess who's number two? Is it Australia? No, they're third. New Zealand. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thank you, those of you in New Zealand. Because I always think of Levi and Tanay. Tanay and Levi, Tanay and Levi, you guys are the greatest ever. Uh... Tanae and Levi Brown out of New Zealand. But it looks like they've been spreading the word around a bit or just maybe other people randomly found it. You know, I, I don't know. But when they share the show, it, it helps apparently. 21% of Timberwolves Explosion listeners, at least recently in the last month or so, have been out of New Zealand. What do you think of that? I think that's the darndest thing. Um, but Australia third. So, yeah, it's a very strong third. And then you have Italy, Switzerland, South Korea, Portugal, France, Germany, I, I think that's so cool. So hello to all of you and those other uh, nations. Obviously, the actual numbers are insanely... They still show up insanely low. I don't think it's capturing everything. I don't. Obviously, it's not. A, a season preview is not going to have, like, yeah, like 100 listeners. It's going to have more than that, okay? Yeah. So the actual numbers it's showing are probably much lower. But I'm guessing the percentages are probably dead on. Probably. Unless something else is weird going on. Um, I, I remember before there must be China and Philippines a little bit I'm pretty sure there are because I know there's people from the page and all that but I guess Spotify right now is the main app that people are using which is kind of surprising but I suppose both Megaphone and Anchor which is where Freedom of Thought is Spotify is the featured app but obviously Apple Podcasts iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts those are obviously super valuable Google Podcast is probably the other in a lot of cases because that one's kind of weird the way it works. Yeah, that's probably the unknown. It says unknown, 13%. That's probably Google Podcast because Google Podcast works differently. It's like it's like, it's like like a web that kind of catches on to other podcasts. And okay, and it grabs your RSS feed, which is fine uh, as long as it works. But yeah, Spotify is kind of the main one, at least according to this. Maybe it's wrong, um, but... Ah, really cool. Thank you, New Zealand. Thank you, Australia, Italy, all of you. And, of course, thank you, United States. Um, I like to check on the states, too. Cause, I mean, this is new. I get to look at this, so it's okay if I burn a couple minutes on this. I apologize. Minnesota's first place, of course, for the regions, which could be either a state or a part of a country. Auckland, New Zealand, number two. Virginia, number three, at 13%. Virginia, what do you think of that? And then Utah, 
maybe that uh, Jazz Beats, as they actually invited me to the show to talk about Rudy Gobert, and I've got to do that. It's just my schedule's always tough and all that, and work at second shift, and a lot of other people don't, so that can be tough either having to do it in the morning when they're working or really late at night when they don't want to be doing a show, so that could annoy people, I'm sure. But, um, yep, Illinois is getting a number of people, and Victoria, Australia, we know who's from there. Thank you, thank you, Vince. Uh Isn't that cool, though? Isn't that cool? So it's just fun to be able to look at this for the first time. Now let's get to the interaction. I apologize. Uh, I had to do that, though. Yep, Tanae Brown says, I'm sick and tired of hearing Timberwolves players say, we'll figure it out. Shouldn't be that hard to figure out when you're not playing hard, that your energy on the floor is pathetic, that you need to try to win in the NBA. Sick of these clowns, and I feel you I feel you tonight. He's extremely frustrated. I am too. Uh, Vince Germano says, when are they going to play some D? And Tene Brown responds with, once they trade once they trade Towns. Ooh, yeah, and that's a strong possibility. Vince Germano replies with the, ooh, look, you know, the, the wow look where people do with the emojis. So, yeah, and it could happen. Jazz Beats followed me. This is around that time when they were uh, talking to me on Slack, it's called. Slack is where all of us, all of our networks are all together and we can interact with each other, all of us podcasters and, and the main guys like uh, Dylan Kaiser and Kyle Manifold. I was saying I agree 1,000%. It's insane how bad that performance was yesterday. It's like they literally didn't even show up. Starting to remind me of a certain team west of here. Yeah, the Lakers. <clears throat> I was talking, I was. That is who I was talking about. I'm not trying to be mean, Vince, but the, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think you would agree, honestly. That was on the 25th. Let's let's, uh, narrow down the exact game. Yeah, that's when the Wolves just goofed around against the Spurs. That was crappy. 25th of October. So, yeah, that was an awful game. That was like a bad indicator of things. Really was. Uh, Let's keep going if I can. A few more, I'm sure. Tene Brown, October 30th. D-Lo's shooting brings me back to when Rubio was taking shots and you'd you'd uh, cringe. And his shot selection gets worse on off nights. Edwards needs to find a way to stay consistent too. 0 for 7. What the hell? Yeah, I mean, seriously. It's bad. 0 for 7. Yep, it's awful. Looks like I just retweeted. I didn't respond. I am sorry. I think I did. Yeah, I was saying it's depressing. It's amazing how players continue to force up shots when they know they're having a bad night. It makes no sense. Rashad McCants syndrome. Ant is so close to being a stupid snar. These off nights need to be brought to a minimum. Um, Tanae says, usually Edwards rebounds and lifts his defense on his off-shooting performance. Tonight, he's been a complete non-factor so far. Too much Call of Duty, perhaps. Could be. That would be that awful Spurs game again. The Wolves played like crud against them, didn't they? I had a... I was kind of worried behind the... uh, Not behind the scenes, but yeah. I was kind of closet really worried about that. At what stage... This is Tanae... At what stage did the Wolves reach out to the Lakers in regards to bringing Pat Bev back? Um, Vince Germano says we'd take a bucket of shit for him. And I was saying he will never play here again. I'm okay with that at this point. That ship has sailed. Um, Tanae Brown says I'd like to see D'Lo never play for the Wolves again. I don't blame you for that. Um, no, definitely nobody's disagreeing with today there at all. Even though it might sound like we're being kind of... But it's because yeah, like me and Vince are both just kind of pissed off, disappointed as well. We're all kind of ranting at the same time and ranting together. Yep. So, Vince says, I think you'll get it together. Russell is an issue, and the footage of Edwards wasn't a good look. That's true, yep. Uh, 
Tanae says, hard to find a single player who doesn't deserve a Johnny Flynn memorial. <laughs> yeah, games like that. That was uh, November the, the... Yeah, this was like a while later. Yeah, November the 7th. So, let's get caught up to see which game that was. I apologize. Yeah, the next game. Oh, the next game. Oh, the next game. Tanae Brown says, thank God we have the Vikings. And, yeah, we're all ranting about the guy again. Um, yeah, D'Angelo Russell. This was, uh, yeah, it was the Phoenix game, right? Yeah, that Phoenix game on the 9th. Yes, where D'Angelo, and I didn't even talk about this. I saved it for here because I knew it was going to be here, where D'Angelo Russell forgot to check into the game, and the Wolves were, you know, 5-on-4 against the Phoenix Suns, and they made an easy shot and all that. And that's fuck, uh, that's bleeping embarrassing. So, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Um, <laughs> and I remember how Chris Finch was like, nope, never saw that before. He was trying probably just kind of covering up like, yeah, deep down he was like blankety blank. But yeah, when Paul Allen and KFN like Anima the next day, like, nope, never saw that happen before. Today Brown says, get him out of here now. And I said, yeah, it's time. That's so embarrassing. Levi Brown jumps on board, says, I haven't been able to watch a game yet this season, so it was great to catch up a little uh, finally. Too bad it sounds like the Wolves have gone in the wrong direction since this uh, was posted. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, the most recent show way back on the 23rd. I was saying it's crazy how south things have gone. It's like, here we go again. Yep, and that's it. I was saying going to be a show in the next day or two. Feel free to comment a little bit about how you feel about things. And unfortunately, nobody actually did. But that's okay. Maybe you're busy. And that's okay. We'll, we'll have more to say. And you guys actually were very, very, very interactive for this show. Thank you. And let, let's keep doing that. Really appreciate you today, Levi, Vince. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Hope to hear from uh, Random Hoops some more. And I like when he posts some random hoops. You can say like old, old memories. Tom Googly, Oogly, Oogly. You know, guys like that. Uh, anybody but Marbury, right? No, Marbury, those were nice memories. It's just that they were so short and it broke, broke your heart as a Timberwolves fan. You know, and you love the Wolves and the NBA and all that. And you, and then, uh, Marbury, you know, leaves on you. And it's just, I don't know. That's the bad part about the NBA. Guys are just, guys are, you know, they're paid so well and they think they're kings and they can do whatever they want. And it's really annoying. They can just leave you and like, ah, I don't care. I'm, I want to go to LA, New York. It's it's just depressing beyond belief. With that said, don't be afraid to call into the show sometime. I call it an audio submission. Just use any smart device on the planet. Open a free voice recording app. Treat it like a, just basically press record. Treat it like a phone call. And then when you're done, hit stop. And of course, save it and share it to paladinolive at yahoo.com. Paladinolive at yahoo.com. I will then convert it into an mp3 file thanks to zumzar.com. Please write a positive rating. Say if you're using Apple Podcasts, please write a positive rating if you could. Would really appreciate it. Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Write a positive rating if you could. Five-star, four-star rating. Five-star preferably. And, uh, yeah, please do. I would, I would really appreciate it. Any of the other apps, if they allow you to do that, do a review, please do if you can. We'd really appreciate it. Otherwise, thank you for listening. Tell your friends about the show. Keep sharing it, those of you that do. God bless you so much. Uh, can't wait for the courtside podcast to come back and we'll be back on Black Friday, God willing, to uh, get back going on the set schedule of Friday, 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 Friday once again. <laughs>